0: Henry what a goal
1: inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henry well you watch lyrical about Ryan Giggs is in the FA
0: Cup semi-final have a look at one of the greatest goals I've seen on this ground, that's deliberate
1: that's majestic sheer brilliance, sheer brilliance, that's all you can say about that piece of football from a talented
0: talented footballer absolutely unsavable absolutely magnificent welcome to the first edition of two aussie gooners the podcast i'm ali and joined alongside me is andrew andrew how are you good mate
1: good uh thanks for thanks for having me well you're part of the show so yeah that's that's true (laughs) (laughs) you're part of the furniture that's it so this is basically a
0: a podcast by two aussie gooners we're in sydney and we're Arsenal mad, really.
1: Yeah, we both uh, love Arsenal, have been uh, fans for, for a number of years and uh, just decided to you know, start, a, start a podcast and uh, you know, get the fans involved as well in, in the near future. But uh, yeah, let's see how we go.
0: Yeah, so basically it's a forum for us to rant and ramble our nonsense, our frustration, our joy. Yeah, the joys of uh, being an Arsenal fan. Yes, which is more frustrating than joyful. but it's all right it's all part of the fun and games that's it so everton
1: everton oh geez what what can i say um you know after our recent uh performance against stoke uh you know winning winning 3-1 although not a convincing performance we did win 3-1 and we did look um good in 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 the second half i was hoping for a you know uh, sort of the same performance against uh Everton which you know is a is always a tough game but I believe they haven't beaten us um in quite a long time so I was uh positive about getting a result but in typical Arsenal fashion uh they let the fans down
0: yeah well that was their second win in 20 matches against the Arsenal um yeah they mm. haven't lost at home for a long time, though. That's, mm. a, that's a record that Everton have at the moment. But mm. it was it was woeful. It really yeah. was. I don't yeah. think Everton really gave us that much trouble for them to kind of go out and win. Yeah. Um, I think we controlled the game. In yeah. parts, we weren't good. They weren't good. Yeah. It was. It kind of. To be fair, it should have
1: probably been a draw. Yeah, well, I think. Um, I think in terms of um, heart and determination, uh, Everton did have it. Um, over Arsenal in that game. I mean, going up one nil, um, and if you really are or want to be Premiership title contenders, going up one nil against, you know, let's let's face it, Everton probably will be a mid-table mid-table team um, this season. It really should take the three points home, um, but like I like I mentioned before, um, Arsenal again, just when you're all happy, they they just uh, they just tend to let you down.
0: Yep, they do take. They do kill the joy, mm. um, but yeah, I, I don't know that game. It was just frustrating. I think yeah. the best way to sum it up: yeah. they looked a lot hungrier than we did. Yeah. We didn't take our chances.
1: Ozil had a perfect chance in the start of the second half. Yeah, Ozil missed that chance. But the worrying f- thing for me was, um, you know, just the, the two goals that we conceded, both both from crosses, um, and just slack slack defending all, all throughout the team. Uh, Walcott not closing down. Um, I think it was uh, Leighton Baines uh, for the first goal um, and just obviously non-existent defending when the cross came in. And the second goal, um, you know, uh, uh, there was a bit of zonal defending there and Ozil just left Ashley Williams uh, on his own, didn't even attempt to, uh, you know, head of the ball out or even jump, just stood there. And uh, for me, that was, shows a weak mentality. See for for me that I think a lot of people on Twitter went
0: nuts over it, and the, like the video just kept going on replay and repeat um, over and over again. But let's be honest, Ozil was never going to beat Ashley Williams to the ball. Mm. That whole zonal defending on corners is mm. ridiculous. Because why isn't Kachalny and Giroud on Williams and Lukaku? Yeah, you know if Giroud was sitting up where Ozil was. That yeah. would have been cleared straight out. Yeah. There was no chance in the world
1: Williams was going to beat Giroud to the ball. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Look, I, I like the zonal defending, but I think in that position, you should have had someone like a Giroud or a, or a Kosciolny uh, where where Ozil was and maybe have Ozil in the back post or, or something like that. Uh, he's not a defender. No, uh, exactly right. So, yeah, it's something obviously Arsenal will... Um, well, Arsene Wenger will have to um, go back to the drawing board and, and have a look before the Man City game. Yeah,
0: but it's always been a problem. Like A lot of teams score off set pieces, off corners, mm. um, and it's the same thing. We, we don't pick up a man because we play zonal marking. Mm. And it's the, if you if you watch the, the replay, Assel Williams and Lukaku are just sitting outside the 18-yard box or yes. just sitting inside of it, and they run into it. When Giroud, Koscielny, and the rest of the back line are sitting on the six-yard box, yeah. static not ready to run out and kind of head the ball, you're always going to get beaten to it. You know? yeah. And this is, this is something that's always bothered me ever since we kind of switched to the whole zonal yeah. defending. Look, it, it works at times, but yeah. unless the ball is coming towards the goalkeeper, where they're standing, the goalkeeper should take it. Yeah. So it kind of defeats the purpose in my opinion. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, I don't sit there. I, I can't sit there blaming Ozil. He's, he wasn't going to win it regardless. Even if he tried, he wasn't going to be Ashley yeah. Williams. He's small... He's not I th- a defender.
1: Yeah. I, look, I agree, but even I think maybe just attempting just to jump, just to maybe put off Ashley Williams. Um, but in saying all that, oh, look, I think uh, Mustafi for me, um, even though Gabriel has done a has done a decent and a good job, um, I think Mustafi for me was probably a miss there at the, at the back. Uh, you know, is uh, a leader. Uh, shows uh, he's con- he's a consistent performer, and um, you know he's always in. In for a tough battle so i think he he was a big uh miss uh in that everton game so hopefully that hamstring of his can heal very quickly and uh we get him back on the park
0: yeah it was a big loss and i think since he's come in we've we've been fantastic in the back mm. uh probably you know i think we have one of the best back lines mm. um in the premier league as well as the depth you know gabriel is a good defender but as a starter no
1: yeah. I think he's still uh maybe lacking that little bit of uh communication. I think he's a I think he's got all the ingredients to be uh one of our top defenders um in the near future. But um yeah, with, with Mustafi and um his great leadership skills, uh, definitely missed. But um going to the Man City game this uh this this weekend, um, you know, I think uh that's gonna be that's going to be a tough game. I think we will be fine with crosses in that game because Man City like to like to play, um, you know, the ball, the ball on the ground. So in terms of that aspect, I think I think we should be fine. But um, they obviously are um, more quality opposition than than Everton. So we'll have to be we'll have to be careful.
0: Yeah. So moving on to the Man City game this weekend. Um, yeah, they've got no Aguero. They've got no Fernandinho. They're both um, suspended. Mm. Gundawan is now injured and apparently for a long period of time. Yeah. No surprise. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, yeah. I, I honestly don't know where it's going to go. They're going to play possession. It will be interesting to see if Wenger does go for the whole counter-attacking game. Let them hold the ball and just hit them on the counter. Their back line is probably one of the weaker ones in out of the top teams in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, they can't find the right formula. Company has been injured for three years now. Um, they haven't replaced them with anyone solid. So,
1: <clears throat> I th- yeah, mate, I agree. I think it's probably the best time to you know beat. I know we beat them two two seasons ago. Uh, I think it was the uh, the two nil away from home. Um, but uh, probably another great chance to to beat them again. Like you said, there without Aguero, who's for me probably one of the best strikers in the world um and then um Fernandinho uh
0: yeah who gives us a lot of trouble every time yeah. we play them he has troubled us yeah. but that also being said city haven't beaten us in
1: three years yep yeah we've uh we've we've done well um i know they dropped stones uh midweek against uh watford so um, I don't know if he's going back to basics and um, you know, just having a, a stronger back line um, and not sort of uh, playing it out from the back or mucking around at the back as much, which Stones is, Stone is accustomed to. Um, but yeah, it was a solid 2-0 win uh, against Watford. So it's going to be another tough game another tough game for us. But you know we don't have uh, many injuries at the moment. Um, I think it'll probably be the same team. That went out against uh, that went out against Everton, but I think uh, for me uh, it's granite. Granite looks good, although he did look a little bit tired. So I, I wonder if he's going to bring Onyiny in. Um, I think Cockland for me has been perfect. Uh, he's been great for the last three, four weeks, really showing great determination um, in that middle of the park. Something for me, the likes of Chamberlain, Walcott, even Ozil should learn from.
0: Yeah, he has a lot of heart. You know, he really plays his heart out every game. He's all in, you know, he leaves everything on the pitch. Which, If you look at the Arsenal squad, not many players do that. So, it's it's good to see him there. Um, yeah, I think Jaka has to play this game. Mm. Um, I think the size that they have in the midfield, Yaya Toure is back in that squad and he's a he's very imposing figure. You know, he does like to bully players around and dribble around them. Mm. I think if we go el nene as good as he is you know in that position he's very stable he's kind of very similar to arteta where he's just a safe kind of player mm. um good passing accuracy but I, I think we need that physical presence of Xhaka, and you have coquelin you're yeah. gonna have two you know two bulls in that midfield yeah kind of
1: chasing everything down breaking yeah. everything down absolutely I think um, the interesting one for me will be what he's going to do with uh, Giroud I know Wenger over the years has always been a fan of consistency Um, doesn't want to um, you know make too many changes but um, I think for me Giroud deserves deserves a start Uh, although Sanchez has been great we can always you know take out Chamberlain and, and move Sanchez there on the on the left hand side and Play play Giroud up front will be interesting. I think he's he's had a good rest now, even though he's been dropped. Um, I think Giroud for me is primed to go out there and and start scoring some goals. And uh, so you'd start him. I, I'd start. I'd, I'd want to start Giroud. I want to get a presence um, up front. Um, you know they're going to have they're going to have a lot of the ball, Man City. But then again, you know we are going to play on the counter attack, and Giroud's probably not the best person. To have up front on a counter attack, yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what uh, Arsene Wenger does with that. Who would you play on the left? I'd, I'd probably go Sanchez on yeah. the left. Uh, uh, on the left, Ozil in the middle, and, and Walcott on the right. Um,
0: if he plays Sanchez up top, who would you play on the left?
1: Look, I'd I'd stick with with Chambo. Um You don't want to be dropping. The play the the plays too many times because then you know the confidence, yeah. Uh, well, confidence will probably go down. So stick with Chambo. Um even though Woby's done well over the last few weeks when he's when he's come on. Uh, missed that big chance um, in the last few minutes against Everton, which which was a shame. But um, yeah, stick with Chambo and um, Ozil in the middle and, and Walcott on the right, and I'd have um, I'd probably go Granite and Cocklin. Um, again, in the middle, even though, like I said, granite did look a little bit tired, and stick with the same same back line, and um, uh, obviously check checking goals. Um, although maybe maybe left back, we can we can go Gibbs. I know Monreal's been brilliant, but um, I think Gibbs also deserves you know a bit of a run. But because it's Man City, probably just go safe and stick with Monreal.
0: See, I would go Gibbs against Man City because of the pace. Mm. Um, they have a lot of pace in that squad, um, and if you're playing someone like if he's up against someone like Raheem Sterling, he he's going to kill Morale. Yep. He will kill him yep. with that pace. I would go Gibbs there. I think he's probably been better than Morale this season when he's been given an opportunity. He he's been very yeah. good. That that last game against um, Basel, he was f- phenomenal. Yeah both in defense both moving forward he was fantastic yeah
1: to be honest i thought you know at the beginning of the season i thought gibbs gibbs's time was up at arsenal due to you know all the injuries um and not getting a consistent run in the team um but really this season he's uh, surprised me um you know bombing down that left flank um not being injured as much and uh, really showing some consistency to his game um so, yeah, he's, he's impressed me and I, I wouldn't have any problems if, if Gibbs started um, on the weekend. And like you said, um, controlling Raheem Sterling because uh, obviously he's much pacier. Uh, Gibbs is more pacier than Monreal. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think this is like the first time in a couple of years in our back line where we're not having arguments of who should kind of start. You're happy with whoever starts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, maybe uh, Sack has got a lot to do with that you know being injured and uh uh you know having mustafi gabriel and koselny for me uh, three solid uh center center backs backs, you know doing a great job
0: i don't see him coming back into that team
1: yeah no i think he's i think his contract actually ends at the end of this season so Uh, um i think he'll be maybe back to germany
0: yeah it wouldn't surprise me even if in january he goes out
1: Mm.
0: um just leaves gets playing time you've got holding coming in
1: uh, I think his time is up yeah so look I think um, what, what do you reckon in terms of a uh, prediction this week and I to be honest um, I don't see us winning the game um, but I, I do see us scoring um, at least a goal um, and I think with our with our solid back line even though we didn't see it that much against everton with the with the balls in the air um, I think we'll we'll hold out for a draw at the Etihad. You think Wenger's going to hold out for a draw? Look, I don't think so. We know we know Wenger likes to likes to go out and attack, but I think he'll play it safe uh, against Man City and not not go too not go too hard. Um, and um, I think he'll I think even the fans I think will be happy with the draw. Um,
0: Look, if we beat Everton, you'd be happy with the draw. Mm. But I think both teams are in a position where they need to win. Yep. you know both teams will be playing for a win I don't think Wenger's going to go there playing for a draw I don't think Guardiola would be happy with a draw because if Chelsea win they're eight points clear if, if both these teams that's draw that's right
1: and I think they're playing a Saturday game uh, Chelsea I think so they could potentially you know lead the pack by, by miles so um, and it's not even uh, January yet. So it's important uh, for Man City or Arsenal to, to get the three points.
0: Yeah, I definitely think so. But in the same breath, you know, a lot of people going, oh, Chelsea's going to run away with it. You know, mm. they're, they're too good. Remember how they started off the season. Yes, they've improved. But form can disappear very quickly. They've won 10 straight games, which is impressive. You know, and he's, he's, shut, he's closing down the games. He's getting his goals. He's closing down the games like he did at Juventus Conte but you know anything can happen you go into a bad spell of form they don't have champions league which is a big plus for them but come january it's fa cup time yeah you know you've got fa cup there's what there's at least two two fa cup games in january yeah the squad's going to be stretched they don't have the depth on the bench no um
1: yeah that's exactly right i um yeah january february is usually the time when the you know the players and the teams get get injuries, so will be interesting talking about January um, and the transfer window. Uh, something that uh, Arsenal fans always look forward to and uh, get disappointed. Uh, but uh, you know, I've been reading in the news recently that Julian Draxler has been heavily linked, and Ozil wants him a part of the team. How much uh, that's true or not, I'm not sure. But uh, what do you think of Julian Draxler? Would it be a good signing for for Arsenal?
0: I think Draxler's probably the signing we do need on that left side. I think it plugs it up. I personally don't rate Iwobi. Mm. I think he's a great young prospect. He's young. I think that's a key word. Um, It's not his ability. I think it's his decision-making that really lets me down. He holds the ball for a second or two too long. He goes to run at players rather than the pass out and that kind of really irritates me to watch him yeah it really does and he doesn't take his chances he's been given a bundle of chances in the past and he's just like he's yeah. missed them. like it's really poor yeah um i think chamberlain's treated a bit harsh because he's not coming in and doing what he should do but he's not getting game time yeah. What you know Iwob is getting a lot of game time and he's not really important uh, in- impressing and he was dropped yeah for that reason that he wasn't performing I think it. We need someone on the left side. Yeah. We really need someone on the left side. Yeah. Someone that's got you know a lot of a lot of experience and a lot of talent. And someone like Draxler, who's been fantastic at Wolfsburg. You know, and even when he played for the German national team at Euros, he was good when he came on, and he can actually go up front and play pretty
1: much like Sanchez. Yeah, well, I um I actually remember a few transfer windows ago that were heavily linked with him uh, uh, when we needed that uh, that striker. Or that centre forward, um, but it didn't come off, and he ended up going to uh, Wolfsburg. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it'll be a, it'll be a great addition to the team. Um, I think in regards to Awobi, the key word was he's still young, um, but we do need uh, someone. If we're going to start someone on that left hand side, they need to be doing the business week in week out. And I think due to his age, you know, he's gonna he's he's gonna show inconsistencies. Um, so I think with Awobi, it's better just having him there as a as a squad player, um, and having someone that can do the business. Whether Draxler can do it week in week out, or whether Chamberlain can do it week in week out, um, who knows? But uh, we'll just we'll just have to see with that. Is there anyone else that uh, we've been linked with in uh, the? I
0: think there is a sixteen year old goalkeeper from AZ Alkmaar. Well, typical <laughs>
1: Arsenal, uh, always going for the youth. <laughs> Well, last year we did sign El Nene. I yeah. thought it was a decent signing. He yeah. played well when he came into the squad. Scored a, yeah. scored a great goal against Barcelona. For 4.5 million pounds, I think, ah. was the figure we got him for. It's an absolute steal. Yeah, um, and he's, he's, what, 23 years old? Yeah, he's still young.
0: Um, and Yeah, so I don't know. Look, do, what what do you rate the chances of
1: Draxler joining Arsenal in January? <sighs> Look, I know I know Juventus um, has been interested um, in Draxler, so... Could be between um, Arsenal and, and Juventus, which we'll probably have a good chance, considering we might be able to offer more um, you, in wages. Do you see Wenger forking out fifty million pounds for him? Well, I've I've heard the figure of uh, thirty or thirty-five million, which I think is is. Look, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Draxler. I've seen him with Germany, and I have seen him for a few games with uh, Schalke and and Wolfsburg, and to me, he'd be a quality signing. Um, but if if he's available um I think wenger should should go out there and grab him because like you said he's able to play anywhere across the front three and wenger loves versatility um so that'll be it'll it'll be interesting to see
0: yeah I'm not really holding my breath, to be honest um you know he's at the Wolfsburg for five year contract you know they paid they they did pay about thirty million pounds for him didn't they yeah that's right um to replace de Bruyne. Which they got top dollar for mm. so you know Schalke did charge Wolfsburg a lot of money for it uh, i don't see drag i don't, honestly don't see anyone coming in unless there's a massive injury to mm. someone and it would have to be someone like sanchez to be gone yeah. for the rest of the season for wenger to pull yeah. the old checkbook out and dust off the cobwebs yeah um yeah, I honestly think he'll hold off. He always thinks he's got a good enough squad, and to be honest, he does. Yeah, I think um, we're
1: I think we're covered in all positions. Um, I was very surprised actually that he did let Wilshie go. Um, I think Wilshie was the one who requested that because uh, he didn't get into that England team, uh, you know, in in August uh, there. So I think um, I think that, look, we, we are covered in all positions. I just think. Um, on that left-hand side, I don't trust Iwobi or Chamberlain to do the business. Um, you know, in a big Champions League tie, you know, away against Bayern Munich or you know a tough game against one of our title rivals, um, I don't trust them doing the business. And someone like Draxler with proven uh, goal-scoring ability, um, you know, for me would be would be needed.
0: Yes, yeah, see in the Champions League against Bayern, I would I would put Giroud up top. You know he's played Bayern and he's played well against Bayern in the past. I put Sanchez on the left. Hmm. Um, Sanchez would get closed down against a team like Bayern Munich, while Giroud's imposing figure and you know physical abilities, it, it, he's not going to get bullied. Hmm. Sanchez will get bullied, and I think those games he will probably go Giroud up top, yeah, because he can cope a lot better with that and let Sanchez do his thing on the left. And when Giroud there, we we actually have a target in the middle. You know, the, the balls can be crossed in. Bellerin's assists from crosses is fantastic. You know, yeah. I think he's got six, seven assists this season. Yeah. Um, and I think when you have Giroud there, you you have that extra option that you don't when Sanchez is there. Because sometimes I watch there, and, and they're crossing the ball into Sanchez. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he's not going to do much. Um, like, you win headers,
1: but... He, he, can, he can leap, he can jump, yeah. but he's not a Giroud. Um, if you're going to go... If you're going to use that tactic going down the byline and putting in a few crosses, you'd obviously rather... Rude. like the Man United game. If that was Sanchez, that wouldn't have been a goal. That's right. That's
0: right. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Wilshire? Do you see him coming back in the team?
1: Look, I've seen a, a few uh, games from Bournemouth, and um, I think they've uh, they've been solid, and a lot. Uh, Wilshere's got a lot to do with that. Um, he's playing in that number ten position. And um, although he hasn't scored, he has uh, been in some good goal-scoring opportunities. Let's remember the, the guy's been out for a number of years uh, yeah. you know, with injuries. You know, six-month layoff, comes back for a month or two, then another injury. So that's going to take its toll. I think the loan was actually perfect uh, for a good season, get some minutes under his belt or some uh, let's say at least 30 games under his belt. Um, and then hopefully for me because i I do rate him as a player, I think he's uh, one of the best English players uh, out there at the moment so and I, I'd love to see him back because at the end of the day it is his boyhood club. Uh, yeah. he's been there since he was 12 years old, I believe uh, so I'd love him just to come back and uh, you know add add to the already impressive squad that we've got.
0: Yeah I'll, I'll tend to agree. I'm a big woolshire fan. And he's one of the better England players, and I don't think England have a player like him at all. Yeah, you know he's a he's your European, your your Spanish type of player. Exactly. Um, But yeah, he can't stay fit, and that's a massive worry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of it for today. I reckon. I think we covered off. Yeah. What are you predicting
1: for the Man City game? What are you score line? What do you reckon?
0: Uh, I I think Arsenal will win two one. Yeah. I think we, we will hit them on the counter. I think we'll probably sit with about thirty five percent possession. Yeah, um, and I think we'll we'll do the do the work with Walcott's pace and Chamberlain's pace and Sanchez's pace. Yeah, and hopefully Ozil can it can come good.
1: Yeah. Well, look, Bravo's looking a bit shaky as we mentioned before. The defense <laughs> isn't the best. They do have a few injuries. Yeah. Um, we we have looked good up until the Everton game, so hopefully the boys now just uh, put that one to side yeah. and um, go out there with a big performance um, at the Etihad. Yeah. So you predicting a draw? I'm predicting a draw.
0: I'm predicting a win. Do you? So you score draw? Yeah.
1: Yeah, one all. I'm going to go one with one all. all. One all. Oh. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not. You I look, I, I hope we beat them two three nil. Um, I don't see that happening. I'll. Uh, Two one, I can see our way or Man City's way, but um, I, I don't look. I don't see anything separating the two at the moment. If we're playing at home, I'd go with maybe an Arsenal win, but um, you know, against Guardiola, he'll he's re, he's done he's always done well against Wenger as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll just let's just hope Bravo has a
0: exactly a classic Bravo game That's and it. not one of those world class performances that every goalkeeper tends to have against Arsenal.
1: Let's See how we go.
0: All right. Well, that's it. Um, We'll probably do a review and recap next week. Um, Yeah, if you have any thoughts, suggestion, feedback, questions, feel free to comment. Um, And yeah, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, guys.